I'm just saying, Sac, LA, and Boston was all love. Phoenix was cool. Y'all didn't rock with me. Because <laughs> y'all signed me and then y'all got mad that I was pooping. Yeah, I guess messing shit up. Hey, what's going on? We're back. No Clue Podcast, episode 12. As you heard from the, the sound bite, there's uh, some interesting news in the league. There is. I'm Absolutely. Your host. I'm your one of your hosts, Mike. And I am Tyler. Welcome. Episode 12. Episode We're 12. Keeping it on. Seems like more, though. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. It just seems like it's been... Uh, it seems like we've been doing it a long time. Really, really haven't. But. Yeah, well, 12 episodes, it's what? It's been like six, seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we had a week we, off here. Yeah, we, we had a little issue with audio. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, man, what, what do you think? What are, you, what are your initial thoughts when the... As, you want to go over the Isaiah situation first? Yeah, I'll... <laughs> Let me let me let it finish so people who haven't heard it can hear. Okay. That's messing shit up. Cleveland was a shithole. <laughs> see why Brown left. <laughs> see, I see why Brown left. There you have it, folks. Uh, Cleveland is a shithole. And he sees why Bron left. Bron did come back, though. For, but that's another story. Um, my initial thoughts. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just kind of laughed. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it didn't but, bother me at all. I mean, I, I I lost respect when he apologized right after. Like I, I didn't even meant to say that shit. I know, yeah. Like he's apologizing, like that's not how he feels about Cleveland. Like, dude, it's obvious you think it's a shithole. That's okay. Yeah, and for those who watch the live and have seen the video, you see, like, as soon as he said it, he started scratching his head, like thinking, "Man, should I have said that?" <laughs> but as Mike said, it's okay if that's how you feel. Let it out. Right. You know, speak. I mean, you know, Joakim Noah used to roast Cleveland back when he was playing against LeBron in Chicago. Yeah, Uh, not many people praise Cleveland. Right. Yeah, and not many stars stay there long either. Correct again. Um, (laughs) if we do have any Cleveland listeners, uh, I haven't been to Cleveland. Mike, have you been to Cleveland? I have not. Neither of us have been to Cleveland, so we're not going to give any opinions about it. But right, yeah, I don't know whether it's a shithole or not. <laughs> yeah, but we, based off other NBA players, it doesn't seem like a very popular place for exactly. for them. Um, shout out to Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Good luck this year with he the better, Nuggets. Dude, if he sucks this year, <clears throat> he's going to get roasted all year long. <laughs> <laughs> for these comments or for him not being just for good? him like talking shit when he's playing like garbage right he still he still behaves like he averages 29 a game 
Yeah, he does. Like, that's got to stop. Yeah. And, like, how, how many people have had MVP-esque seasons, you know, that just weren't that good? It happens. It doesn't happen. Like, it's not that rare, I'm saying. Like, he's not, like, someone that, oh, he just was hurt last year and, you know, uh, he could do it again. I just, I just think he had a really good year. I just don't think it's going to happen again. Yeah, I just think the dominoes, I agree, the dominoes fell in place for him. He was playing with a lot of complimentary players who were mm-hmm. looking who were looking for him. Yep. And he made things happen. And plus once guys know what you do, it's so hard to do it again. Like now that everyone has played Isaiah in that MVP uh candidate year, no one's gonna let Isaiah go bananas on him again. Like they did, like he did. You know, he's gonna have to really, really work on his game and add some new, you know, things to his repertoire and like, you know, be able to do different plays. Because once man. you see him once, you know, you're like, okay, now I know he had 30 on me last time. You know, it only real elite players can come and get 30 on somebody like every time they want to, like, because they're just unstoppable. But Isaiah, he's not unstoppable. My issue, man, ever since he came back from that hip, he doesn't look quite as quick. Right. And for him, I mean, once he loses his athletic ability, uh, he's not going to last very long. No, he's not. I mean, I just, even if, you know, he could be a great shooter, but he's 5'9", so how often is he really going to get it off? Right. It, I mean, unless he shoots it from like a ridiculous range, and right. he just Which he doesn't, doesn't have that do. range. Yeah. Plus, you know, who's he guarding? I mean, Curry could post him up. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Everyone in the league can post him up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And if it, you watch, and if you watch the NBA, you know, which I'm sure a lot of our listeners do, I mean, they do pick on matchups. Yeah, they do. Especially, then, especially in the playoffs, like if you have a weak link on defense, he's getting picked on every time. Yeah, and then then it comes to you know um, switches. They'll right. go for the switch, you know, and, and I think that's smart. Really, kind of saved him in um, that year because Smart could play the guards that he couldn't. Yeah. So he could just work on offense, and Smart would just. Be the defensive specialist. Well, they they had a bunch of like, they had a bunch of great defensive players. They did, yeah. But you know, Smart was really good at guarding the other starting point guard, and you wouldn't lose so much as when Isaiah did. And you know, now with teams getting even more stacked, now he's in the West. I don't know, man. He's gonna have a hard well, time. The good thing for him is he's coming off the bench. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So it'll be. Interesting. I, I just hope he doesn't create like a weird situation where he's trying to take Murray's spot. You know, right? A spot that he doesn't deserve. Yeah, yeah. It's, I agree with you on that. That's definitely going to be weird, and it would be awkward. But we'll see. You think he is capable of winning six man of the year? Honestly, no. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'd be I'd be really surprised. I mean, but. watching him this past year, like I didn't see any of what made him great or what made him successful at one point. Right. I think one game. I think it was like the second game he was on the Lakers. He like came in and had a really good game. Yeah, but then I remember then, the game after that he was atrocious. Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. So the I, next I game, can't, I can't roll with guys like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you think when he found out LeBron was staying with the Lakers, he like? Well, do you think the Lakers offered to bring him back? That's no, my question. No. Hmm. I just I I'm surprised the Nuggets wanted him. Well, they got him for they got him for two million. So he's a weird fit for the Nuggets. Either way, well, they have one of the right. better. If any, my issue with they have a decent bench. So mm-hmm. why why bring in somebody who could potentially fuck that fuck up the chemistry? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but they they really don't have a good point guard off the bench. Devin Harris, isn't he the? Like, uh, the I mean, I'll give you that. Yeah. It, but Moody Moutier at one point. Yeah, now the Knicks took on that project, but uh, then they have like a young, a young guy. I think uh, I can't remember his name, but um, I like how they switch out when Murray comes out and Gary Harris kind of brings the ball up court, and they just bring Barton in. Yeah. So like they really don't lose a starter per se. Because mm-hmm. Barton could still probably start on a lot of teams. And Barton plays with good energy, so yeah, he he fits. Yeah, so I, I I hope they don't lose that because they have Isaiah. They think Isaiah has to come in. And um, last last thing I'm gonna say about this, but what I'm really looking for Isaiah is to whether he plays good or bad. I just I don't want to hear like controversial news from him. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last thing you want to hear from him? Exactly. Yeah. If Dude, he's not you, you bringing it. You stunk it up last year. Like, what the fuck are you going on on uh, your social media platform and, and telling people about the city, you know, the cities you've been to and shitting on one of them? Like, and yeah, maybe he felt, you know, he shouldn't, he missed, not, not that he misspoke, but he, he spoke too soon. He didn't think about his words, but still, like. Why do that in the first place? Right. Yeah, I agree with that. So I want him whether he whether he's fighting for six man or if he loses his spot in the rotation. I don't want to hear a word from him. Right. Because as far as I'm concerned, like, you, dude, you can only ride your good year for so long. <laughs> right. I just. I don't know, man. I still I want him to at least at least play okay because I it sucks that he lost so much money. Yeah, that does suck. It's a, I mean, that's like a new thing for players. You know, you have one bad year and your contract is like automatically two million, <laughs> no matter where you were. Well, yeah, because you got to prove that. yourself again. Yeah, no, yeah. It's I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, tough though for players. It's for sure. Yeah. I don't think he'll go any higher though. He may get a five, two year, five million, which is still two million a year later. Uh, what else we got on the league? Anything? 
Uh, in terms of NBA, nothing, nothing really. What else is going on? Um, as we were talking of, before, bunch uh, of like open run highlights. Yeah, yeah, Drew League and uh, Seattle. Uh, Seattle, Miami. Yeah, Levine is just ripping the Seattle program to shreds. Him and uh, Jamal. Uh, John, I saw the Miami like YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. John Wall's looking real. You know, real in shape, real prepared for the season. Yeah, he is. Yep. And um, he's moving well. He's shooting the ball well. I'm excited. Him and Terry Rozier. That those were going at it. Yeah. That was a cool clip seeing them go at it. Really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Wall is just. He's got a big year ahead of him. This is kind of. I feel like this is the year that they need to know like, what you guys are capable of yeah man I feel like if if we have another you know shitty season to barely sneak into the playoffs and then we you know go out first round maybe even maybe even get into the second round and get like swept or something they're gonna they're gonna put us in that Raptors category where it's just all show and you know when the moment arrives the guys don't step up yeah, it. Well, I don't think you'll be as bad as the Raptors, though, because. Well, yeah, we're not losing to the same player. And and the Raptors are always number one seed when they do that. You guys like you know. That's also are, true. Are like eighth to seventh seed, and you, you're really not supposed to get past the second round, like in theory. Obviously, me and you both think the Wizards are good enough to beat a lot of the top four seeds, but, you know, on paper. They're really not supposed to win, but they should. But I definitely think they should. Yeah, the, the Raptors I mean, just get they lose that from the first seed every year. Right. <laughs> the, I mean, there's a lot of elements that like I question for the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just I, go ahead into a Wizards deep dive. A deep dive. Yeah, we we have. Uh, yeah, we can talk about you know my team a little bit. Yeah, it's a low sports day. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh, well. I have so many like questions, you know. How's how has John Wall improved? How has Bradley Beal improved? Has Otto Porter improved? Has Kelly Oubre improved? Mm-hmm. What kind of Markeith Morris is coming into the year? <laughs> how is Dwight Howard gonna fit with all those other guys I just named? You know, it's yeah. I have concerns, but at the same time, I'm encouraged because like we kept our main core. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the the star backcourt, you know, Porter, Oubre. Mm-hmm. Markeith, I'm, I'm a little skeptical on. But like I said, man, he's he has potential to play well. He's just a little inconsistent. And he's hard to replace, too. I mean, if you replace him, you need someone very similar to his game. Because just the way small ball is played now. Yeah. You know the way he can stretch the floor at a power forward spot, it and the way Porter is not showing that he could play the power forward spot. It, you know, losing Markeith, they probably would have to find. You know, if they don't get Marcus, they'd have to find someone very similar to how they play. Right. To keep their uh, keep their game, unless they you know totally changed it up. But okay, keep going. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, Jeff Green's another... He's always a question mark. He's been a question mark his whole career. Right. You know, am I getting Game 7 Conference Finals, Jeff Green, or am I getting that other Jeff Green that seems like he doesn't want to play? Right. So, uh, you know, Wall and Beal have, have had a thing where it's, you know, people question how, how much chemistry they have, whether they really have chemistry. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping... Assuming they go into the year healthy, that'll be the probably the biggest thing I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Was how because you know they've been how long have Wall and Beal been together at this point? Four or five years. Is that all? It seems like it's been longer than that. Been at least five. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. At five might be it. Yeah. But they they gotta you know they gotta make a leap. Yeah, they do. I, I expect more. Not, I don't want numbers to go up. I don't expect that. I just expect, like, better leadership. Right. Better control of the game from Wall at times. Because Wall, you know, Wall can be phenomenal. He could take over. But sometimes he's got that rust-type issue where, you know, it's just... He's just throwing the ball away or he's kind of playing loose or he's playing out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I expect him to mature from that. Yeah, I'm hoping he does. That that was my my big thing with Wall is we all know he's capable of taking over, but it's like he doesn't know. Either he doesn't know when, or he's not comfortable with the timing of when he should be taking over. Because like sometimes, it's like seems like it's his game. You know, they could be playing. You know, back two years, they could be playing Boston, and you think, okay, Wall, just dominate Isaiah. Like, Isaiah can't check Bradley or Wall, so just dominate, and he doesn't dominate. You know, like, he he still gets 12 assists, but you guys lose by 15, when Wall could have had 30 and just had 8 assists, and you guys won, in theory. Obviously, it, it doesn't always work like that, but I'm saying sometimes he's inconsistent with his... Uh, choice to take over or not. I think he could take over more often, and he doesn't. But maybe he's maybe with the whole um, drama this year that everybody eats drama. Maybe that's gotten into his head with the takeover thing. He's like, ah, uh, let let me not take over because I don't want you know the team to get like that. Yeah, I don't know. That's the other like Beal. Beal brings a different dynamic to it because Walt. Because of Beal, Wall has the opportunity at times to take a back seat. Right. Uh, where Beal can be the primary. Beal has also become a primary ball handler at times. Right. Which which adds an interesting twist to it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I hope they figure it out. Um, how confident am I in the fact that they'll figure it out? I'm... So far, I'm pretty confident, of course. What exactly do you think they need to change to be more successful, other than the players individually getting better? As a team, what do you think they need to change? I just I would like to see a little more commitment on defense at times. Because mm-hmm. their offense is fine. We have the talented enough players, and... And I give Scott Brooks credit. I hated him initially when he was hired for us. Mm-hmm. But 
he's done an interesting job of making the game easier for Beal, for Wall, uh, some running plays, even at times, you know, setting up Gortat or Marquis for easy ones. Yeah. Yeah, so I think... I think if we play top tier defense, I think we'll be just fine. Well, you got a good defender in Dwight now. Down low. That's that's the thing. Dwight's a rim protector. Yeah. They didn't have that before. The way the game... No, you're right. But the way the game is played now, like, the top tier teams are all jacking. Yeah. They're jacking shots. I mean, at times, you know, at times... Guys have five players out there who are all willing to jack. Right. So I, I just it's tough to see Dwight holding his own because sometimes to hold his own he really needs to like dominate the boards and and control the in the paint. Mm-hmm. But I have doubt about how he'll how we'll use him against Houston against you know against you know the Warriors or Boston and and um Philly we right Philly's the other one yeah just just the east I would just say Boston and Philly you really have to worry about the threes you know with I mean Embiid doesn't take like enough threes to like but you know Embiid is so talented in my eyes that like do I want Dwight holding him for 40 minutes a night in a seven-game series? Fuck no. <laughs> really? No? Not at all. But you got to think Embiid has to check Dwight on the other end, too, though. And I think Embiid is a lot more capable of doing that, considering how limited Dwight is. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. We'll see. I, I'll, I'm looking forward to that matchup in the East, though. The, my, uh, my big hope for the Wizards is they get off to a fast start. My big hope for the Wizards is that they beat all the teams they're supposed to beat. That's the one thing that really right. gets on my nerves about that, them. That threw me off last year, too. Losing to teams like Phoenix or... Yeah, I'm like, what? Whoever what else doing? it was. I mean, there's so many. The Mavericks, I believe. Yeah, and they take like the top-tier teams, the Cavs, to like double overtime. And, you know, they beat... I don't know if they beat the Thunder or not, but I'm saying they beat these top-tier teams. Right. And they can't beat the easy teams. Like, the, I think the Magic beat them one time. Like, Yeah, it's got to be consistent. Yeah, like, how often do the teams that aren't supposed to beat the Warriors or even the Raptors, like, how often do the teams that aren't supposed to beat them beat them? Like, the only times they lose are when it's a good game or a good matchup. Washington just loses to... Teams that they're way more talented than. That's what really throws me off. And I don't yeah, know what. I can't think of what to change to, you know, stop that. But and to me, wild. to me, that comes from Wall and Beal's leadership. Yeah, it does. When and your star player approaches every game with you know maximum intensity, which which I'm not gonna lie to you, Wall doesn't always do that. Right. And Beal at times doesn't do that. Right. And I think I think they suffer because of that. Yeah, and and you know I I think sometimes, um, kind of how I said about the Raptors with their duo, I think that one of them needs to just say, okay, you know, you're the man. Like I'm gonna get mine, but if we need to like turn it up, 
one of us needs to turn it up. Like both of them seem like some games they're waiting for like the other one to take over and like right. they just never do it. So that's why, you know, with me, I think it should be Wall. I think Beal is a better scorer, but I think it should be Wall because Wall's turn up can affect so many things in the game. Wall's he, turn up gets everybody else going too. Yeah, his turn up can be defense, and then if he's scoring a lot on offense, and you gotta pressure him harder, then Beal gets more open shots. Yeah, everybody. Porter gets all easy looks. Yeah, and when Wall's aggressive, they're they are so hard to beat when he is aggressive, and then sometimes he's not, and he just wants to play point guard. But But my issue is, like, I agree with you that he needs to be aggressive, but there were times this year when I would catch him, like, he was aggressive, but he was playing out of control. Right. And yeah. that's that's the line. I I mean that's the line. Him and Westbrook have struggled to uh, balance. Yeah, but Westbrook does it all the time, so it, it balances out as far as like the game. Wall will go missing for like four possessions, and then all of a sudden is out of control the next three possessions, and then you're like, well, what happened? But you know, at least Westbrook is a hundred miles an hour. 100% of the time and then at least you know what's, what you're getting I feel like sometimes the team doesn't even know what Wall is going to do yeah it, it's tough it is tough I am excited I'm, for this upcoming season I have, I have a, a positive outlook I do too I think they will be um, I'll, think that, I'll say they'll be top 4 in the east yeah, uh, to maybe. me, them getting in the playoffs, I almost, you know, maybe if they get the seventh or eighth seed, it's a letdown. But the Wizards have shown that their seed isn't crazy important. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too stressed about whether they get home court. I would like them to have home court at least in the first round. Mm-hmm. That way I could probably go to a couple games, but... <laughs> That's the only reason you like them at home. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, honestly, I just think I think they've shown the ability to win on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they just haven't shown the ability to close it out, especially come later in the series when it gets to Game 5, Game 6, Game 7. Right. You know, I, I think this is just a side note. Miami is a team that's really good at beating everyone they're supposed to beat. I think that's like the only reason they make it to the playoffs. Because it seems like they lose to everyone else. All the playoff teams all season. and then But they beat everyone that they're you know more talented than. And then they make the playoffs. Even though they're really not, you know. Yeah. They, on paper, it doesn't seem like they should make it. Especially when, you know, they were missing one of their best scorers last year. They still right. Interesting... It. To me, the interesting thing about Miami, they kind of have that Memphis vibe to them the past couple years where it's like they just play harder. Yeah, they do. And it's like watching them, It's you look at the roster, you look at how they play, you don't really see why they're winning so many games. But for some reason, it's a W. It's another W. Oh, it's only it's one L and then two more Ws. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. just... Yeah. And to me, to me, Spolstra is the biggest, uh, the biggest reason for that. Yeah, he is. I would agree with that. He's working magic over there. Yeah, he's a top tier. 
coach. Um, yeah, I'll have a better deep dive, you know, once once the season starts, once, you know, we'll get into the Knicks, the first, like, 10, 15 games, uh, <laughs> when they're probably, like, 5 and 10. <laughs> uh, you think they're going to win five games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably a little uh, less than that, but... I think yeah, I just I, I want to see the Wizards in action for you know a month or at least a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Before I really break down my opinion on what they're gonna look like. I have a short deep dive of the Knicks, and that's I don't think they'll win. Uh, I think they'll be bottom four teams in the league this year. If they're not, I'd be shocked. You at least excited for uh, the the rookie Kevin Knox. Nah, nah. Man, not even Knox. Nah. I mean, I think it's good for him. I think he's going to have a really good opportunity, but I don't think he's going to help the Knicks. I kind of see a Greek freak kind of game in him. Like, uh, in, you know, the length, the speed, the, the way he gets to the basket, he takes those long side steps and stuff like Greek Freak but I don't see him really helping you know adding any wins uh is it is it fair to start calling uh Frank a bust <laughs> yeah or are we doing that at the end late. of the season <laughs> if anything you're late <laughs> terrible uh, I mean I'm not gonna lie. When he first started playing, and, and it sucks because he came out, he had like the ankle issue. Yeah. That and that's tough, man. Like we've played basketball, so like I I know with injuries it can really set you back. Yeah, it can. Yeah. But um, but to me, man, even when he plays, he just he doesn't really make decisions like a point guard. He's kind of out there. His he just I don't know, man. He looks uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's the way he plays, not because you know I, I could blame the coach, because that that can be the case a lot of the time. But to me, like the way he plays, I'm just I don't I don't see, I don't see him going into another system and oh there he could thrive. <laughs> He's just not good, man. Let's yeah, just keep just it. <laughs> let's keep I just it. Don't think he he could play the one. Long story short. I don't know anything he's good at. Right. Like, he's a good defender. Yeah, but... but you know, I think sometimes I he catches more. guys off guard. I think, you know, they think he's a scrub. So they, they kind of get yeah. lackadaisical. And then all of a sudden he, you know, reaches There's around him. A, a couple layups. Maybe yeah, a jump you, shot or two. You know how that happens. You know, somebody sure. thinks they got an easy day. And they make a little lazy crossover. And it gets plucked. It, but... Um, you know, I think I saw him lock. Was it Harden? One like one possession, he went crazy on Harden, like from three quarter court. And then I don't remember, but I remember early in the year he won them a game because he was locking somebody up. It might have been Harden, honestly. Yeah, maybe he should just stick to like a Patrick Beverly kind of thing. You know, aggressive, full court defender. But really, don't do anything on offense. Well, Beverly also brings something offensively. Yeah, he brings fire. And yeah, Beverly plays hard. He he'll give you the floater too. He'll give you jumpers. And Tilakina, he could do that. 
can he really give you jumpers? Oh no, not jumpers, but floaters. Really, <laughs> flo- he can really do floaters. Yeah, he could do floaters. He got the length. He got oh. the the quickness. All right, then I'll then I'll wait till the end of the year to really call him a bust. Nah, he's. <laughs> well, this is the problem. I have to call him a bust because for the Knicks, he's not good. Like I, I do think maybe on another team, he w- would be a little bit better. And I don't. I think he would be, like, it would take a good coach like Miami. I think he would wouldn't look as bad in Miami. Yeah. But for the Knicks, and look at Justice Winslow, right? <laughs> and they, somebody even, who looks uncomfortable but somehow finds ways to help. Right, and the Knicks, since they're already bad, having someone else that doesn't make them better is just, you know, if you get someone in the lottery that doesn't make you better, they're a bust to me. And he's not making them any better, unfortunately. Yeah, I got you. When you have to trade and get two other point guards when you just drafted one, that's how you know you're in. He's a bust. One of them plays for a couple weeks, all of a sudden he gets named the Solution. Yeah, where was Trey Burke before the Knicks got him? I believe he was... A, I believe DC waived him, maybe. Right, so if you have to... They traded and got Moody, they picked up Burke. That's how you know you're a bust. And they both play your position in the same year? Nah, yeah, it's over. that's tough. Yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> He's on, he was what? on the block last year, too. At what point do you think Perzingis is coming back? I think he's just gonna sit out the whole year. I, won't, I don't guy. want him to, but I think he's going to. I don't. Well, I don't mind if he does. Maybe we get a lottery. Maybe we get one of the Duke players that are supposed to be phenoms. And Zion. Yeah, or the. Um, is it Barrett? R.J. Barrett. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be the real deal. What well, you know? Maybe, maybe we. There's, yeah, there's a lot of real deals out there. <laughs> Some of these guys are really starting to. Tilakino is the real deal. <laughs> I don't know about that. I never said that. People said that though. They were sh- they were excited for the Knicks. You know, people also also thought Perzingis was going to be trash. I know. Then you know, everyone. I, mean, sees... every, I know everybody remembers Stephen A. flipping the fuck out. <laughs> right, and now he's a top tier power forward. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's enough Knicks and Wizards. You got another? Uh, any other teams worth talking about? I don't think so, man. Like I said, I think closer to the season, uh, there there'll be more more things to like break down once we get a better look at some of these teams. How how do you feel about Wade not playing anywhere but either Miami or China? I like it. <laughs> Just stick to Miami. Don't go to China yeah, man, either. I think I think he'll if he comes back he'll have not like, not a I mean, kind of what Pierce did, <laughs> where it's, he just kind of hangs out. I mean D Wade can still help out. He's still a quality second like second string guard. Yeah. So. I I would be I would be shocked if Miami didn't give him something for another year. Yeah, and I really really hope he doesn't. Um, I mean, I'm really glad he's not planning on joining LeBron again. That was just a disaster. The yeah, that Cleveland lineup. situation did not look good. 
Yeah, that it's just comical to me when D Wade is playing your second string point guard. It's just wild. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's all I got for NBA. So, uh, Michael Porter Jr. says he feels good, no pain. Yeah, um, I I thought about bringing that up when we were talking about the Nuggets. Um, right. He's if he's really healthy, he's my vote for uh, rookie of the year this year. Early vote if he's healthy. Oh. If he's not two back surgeries. Like I said, if he's healthy, if he's not, he's just not. That's that's a huge if. We'll see. We will see. I hope he but, doesn't. Uh, did you see what he said about Doncic calling him a liking a comment that he's a bust or something? <laughs> That's crazy. And somebody somebody clapped back at him talking about how like somebody who doesn't play more than five games in college is a bust. Right. Yeah. I was like, dang, he got you there. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll see who's the bust. Um. Yeah, both of those guys are are unique players, so I'm, I'm curious to see what they look like. Yeah, I'm still not sold on um, Doncic yet, but I I am intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued. That whole uh, Mavericks team is going to be interesting. Opening week game. Um, I can't remember who they play. The, the Pelicans, maybe? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Their roster's interesting enough to the fact like if I'm available to watch the game and they're on yeah. I'll watch it yeah I'll definitely catch definitely catch one sometime um what else that's it yeah man I, I could touch on big three a little bit I don't have much to say it was it was kind of a disappointing because it was the last last weekend before the playoffs or mm-hmm. last week before the playoffs Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, man, it just... I mean, the the seating was kind of set. And it showed, like, Ghost Ballers, who were the worst team, or who got just spanked. Right. I mean, Carlos Boozer out there playing shittier defense than he did in the NBA, which I didn't even know was possible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, Ricky Davis is trying to turn up, getting fucking pinned and... Getting locked up by... I can't even remember the dude's name. Trash. But he he was not good. And he was... He was working Ricky Davis. That's crazy. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, man. It, it was fun. Nate Robinson did his thing. Uh, again, the old, the old heads went off. Yeah. Coutinho uh, Mobley cooked again. Mahmoud Raouf cooked again. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's easy for those guys, man. Yeah, it is. Somehow. It and is. they're so, they're so under control. And they were just so much better than all, all the players in the league, you know, like, all the other players that are younger they're than them. over there, yeah. Yeah, they're, you know, my, my was, he was already, he was better than them when he was a player, you know, so. Yeah, it's funny, uh, Rauf plays for, uh. The three-headed monsters, I think. Yeah. And they lost Richard Lewis, who was like the leading scorer in the league, and they're still the best team. They got um, Jamario Moon, right? Yeah, he was the big pickup for them. 
He's been playing well, though. I'll give him credit. He, especially the first game, he had like a bunch of threes. I hung out with Jamario Moon one time. He, he's he's a cool dude. I mean, he was Did part you really? of really. Yeah, yeah. He he played on the um, semi pro team in New York, where my dad, uh, my family is from. We went caught a game. It was one of those things where you could just wait and the players just hang out afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that. Wasn't week. he? Didn't he play for the? Um... Play for the, the Globetrotters. Program. Yeah, and the Globetrotters, yeah. That's I mean, wild, he's man. Ridiculous hop, so. Oh, for sure. He's part of Lob City for a while. Yeah, Definitely. man, he's a, he's a good, like, he's a Gerald Green type. Yeah. You know, he's got good, he plays with good energy. He's, at, he's freakishly athletic, so he could, he can be productive. Right. Did, um,. Baron Davis just didn't play? I think he played, but he didn't really do shit. Oh, uh, okay. Um, if I remember, his team isn't very good, so... Right. <laughs> I remember they have Jason Maxiel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man, it was a slow... I'm excited for the playoffs, though. I hope they, uh, they pick up the, the intensity a little bit. Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch for them, it. man. As long as they're like as long as the games are competitive, I, it's enjoyable for me. Right. Yeah, it, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I think they'll be a lot more competitive. Uh I mean, I think it's getting better and better every year, so. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh what's next? Um you guys are golf fans out there uh tiger came in second today yeah it was a big deal man espn was really going crazy about it yeah uh i saw a bunch of tweets and uh instagram saying he's back and all that but um Mm -hmm. shout out to the winner uh i still don't know how to say his name brooks kopka kopka yeah I don't know if that's right, but it seems like it. Yeah, it looks right. Uh, yeah. They said he beasts into a third career major today. So, maybe Tiger will win one again. And people were people were excited about Tiger going into this one, so... He, uh, he, he didn't let people down. Yeah. Shout out to him for, for going in there, man. I, I saw the, on ESPN something about how the crowd was crazy and he fed off the crowd and he just he had a good day. He just came up a little bit short. Yeah, yeah. Um any football? I mean football guys are getting hurt, man. My same issue I've always had with the preseason. Dudes are getting hurt left and right. Uh, Redskins just lost like a wide receiver for the whole year. Uh, I mean, he was—I think he was a rookie, but still, I mean, it sucks. They really got to do something about it. Yeah. Because seeing these guys get hurt in the preseason just is so frustrating. Yeah, it is. That's it's really messed. That's up. always been part of football, though. So at the same time, I get it. It's a contact sport. Yeah. Yeah, there's guys are gonna get hurt. Yeah. Um, oh, did you see uh Cam 
and uh, what is it, Benjamin? That's right. That's right. They had a little, uh, you know, awkward face to face. Yeah. I, I, I think a bunch of like talk shows and sports shows have talked about it, but I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as they are where I like what Cam tried to do. He tried to go over there. He tried to, from what it, from what it looked like, he tried to talk to him mm-hmm. just to like figure out what the issue is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Benjamin was trying to act, you know, like he's tough. I don't want to talk to you, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's a typical, you know, ish, they had issues. That's fine. That's between them. Right. He's different now. Benjamin has moved on. I don't know if you saw the game. Did you see the game highlights? No. Benjamin dropped like a wide open pass that turned out to be an interception after it bounced off his hands. (laughs) Man, if he had a better quarterback, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I forgot. I don't know who the Bills. I think the, the five pick guy, Peterman. Yeah. I think he was throwing at that point. Because, you know, preseason there's four different quarterbacks are throwing in there. You only know one, maybe two of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Peterman threw him a nice nice short, like, dump down pass. And he just, it just bounced off his hands like he was fucking Des Bryant. <laughs> Didn't mean to, didn't mean to throw a shot at Des Bryant. It's just funny to me that he's still unsigned. Yeah, it is. It's very interesting that he's still unsigned. Um. <laughs> yeah, what else we got? Sports. Uh, Premier League has kind of gotten going. All right. For the soccer fans. Tell me more. Uh, Liverpool looked dominant today, coming off coming off uh, you know Champions League final. Um, they played West Ham, I believe, and I turned the second half on, and they just looked absolutely dominant. Their their team is so stacked, especially up front. But besides that, um, Man City beat Arsenal, which was big. Man City didn't look that good from what I saw, but Arsenal, if you're playing Arsenal, you know, and the game matters, Arsenal's going to lose, so. Right. Yeah, besides that, I didn't see the other scores, but that was the two big matchups that I like even noticed. I usually usually I don't pay attention to the bottom tier teams. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, I only pay attention to the, the top 3 to 5 teams, honestly. Right. All right. Um that's, that's really it for sports. Yeah, uh do we need to touch on Marshawn Lynch sitting during the national anthem again, or no? No, that's I'll save I'll save that kind of stuff for the regular season. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Wake Forest coach killing the tourists by accident, or maybe not see, by accident. What happened here? I didn't see this. Oh, so the dude approached assistant coach approached them. Uh, well, the tourists approached him. And I guess they showed a little bit of the video. I can't. It's hard to see what exactly happened, but the Wake Forest assistant coach punched him, and he he fell and hit his head on the pavement, and he died like uh, two days no. later. Well, uh, that's not that's not an accident. That's just like involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, but I, I don't know. 
I don't know what the dude did to him. Like, I don't know how, like, why the Wake Forest coach punched him. Like, it, it was involuntary manslaughter, but it could have been... Probably some typical heckler. Yeah, but that's what I assume, yeah. I don't know, though. Because he could have started yeah, it for all I really know in the video. That, that guy has to move on with his life telling people that he punched somebody so hard they died. Right. It, he, I mean, he got arrested for it, so... It, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he faces jail time for something like that. Yeah, they're investigating it. Um, Maryland, we could talk about Maryland football. Yeah, go ahead. This this was I feel like now I didn't I didn't read all the details of this situation, so I I could be completely off here, but from what I saw, the issue was because of a player passed out from heat exhaustion, mm-hmm. and I guess the the you know, he passed out and it was pretty serious. Uh-huh. But to me, to me, you know, I've, I've trained in col- at the college level, if you want to say that. But, yeah, man, I, I went through the crazy outdoor workouts. Like, that's been a risk. Yeah. That's, that's always, you know, one more before water or, you know, more sprints or a, run a mile. Like, you know, coaches have always been pushing players you know, beyond their limits, and I feel like he just, you know, he just didn't get enough water, he passed out, it happens, I don't think, I would be shocked if the coaches intentionally were putting players in harm's way. Oh yeah, I, I, I highly think, doubt that too. Yeah, I think that's why they were, uh, all these guys, you know, the, the coach, the strength coach, the conditioning trainer, or whatever it was, and the, the head coach, they all got put on administrative leave. Mm-hmm. So they're still getting paid because I'm I'm pretty sure that the the case is gonna resolve itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've passed out, I've thrown up. You know, it it does happen. It happens. Yeah. More I've often it, than I've people think. I've seen it happen so many times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend, uh, and I I don't remember if you met this guy, but there was a guy on the, on uh, on the basketball team of a school that we both went to. Mm-hmm. And he he got you know he pa- he went to the bathroom during a workout and passed out and hit his head on uh, on one of the sinks, and he ended up messing his head up so bad that he couldn't play anymore. Mm. Yeah, you know, so things like that, I feel like that's always been a risk. Yeah, it is. Just yeah. like just like concussion problems have always been a risk in football. Yeah, very similar. So, yeah. That's the challenge of being an athlete. I, I think the situation's a little blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. I do so. so. But but I also, I'll admit, you know, next episode, if the details come out that they were doing some wild shit, mm-hmm. like literally putting these guys, like, health in danger, I'll say I was wrong, and that's fucked up. Right. I just, I, I can't possibly believe that that was the intention. Yeah, and you know, some, some coaches don't know when to say you know it's okay take a break you know a lot of guys they think they're crying wolf when they say hey coach you know i'm in bad shape like i gotta stop you know coach like no you don't you know you gotta break through like you said but i think there needs to be (laughs) and this sounds crazy but like there needs to be like a real safe word when like it's you're really really in bad shape because just saying hey man i'm tired 
isn't enough for coaches. Like, you know. I just think sufficient water breaks. Yeah, they do, for sure. They need to... They definitely need to um, do a better job of keeping them safe. It, to me, to me, don't don't work out for us. You know, forty five minutes or forty minutes straight. Mm-hmm. Go even harder for two twenty minute stretches, but throw a water break in between. Right. You know, it's just the little things like that. I feel like coaches should be responsible in that way, and maybe in that aspect, I could see why they're getting punished. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's been a thing for athletes for years. So. Real quick, um, I have the details on the uh, Wake Forest coach now real quick. Oh, yeah, I'm curious. The tourists, this is from complex.com, by the way. The tourists, Sabor. So take it with a grain of salt. Right. The tourist Sabor Sabo, who came uh, to New York City from Florida for his stepsister's wedding, this past weekend was outside his brother's Long Island City Hotel and looking for a cab. He had called around 1.15 a.m. on Sunday night. He allegedly made a lot of noise and banged up several cars on the street. Uh, a several a nearby resident, now identified as uh, assistant coach Jamil Jones, approached Sabo and punched him in the face. Sabo fell hit his head on the concrete. And died in the hospital that Tuesday. Um, so it sounds like, and from what other things I'm reading, he was making a lot of noise and he was hitting cars, uh, banging on cars, punching cars um, in the neighborhood. And I don't know for a fact if Jones lived in that neighborhood, but you know he came outside or he was walking by and hit him. They showed the surveillance camera of him walking by after he hit um, Sabo is that what I said Sabo yeah after he hit Sabo and you know he just looks back and just keeps walking uh, so I I don't know what to think about it yeah man it's crazy it is crazy he has to be it's, just, it's a terrible accident man yeah for for because if he just punched a guy He's gonna be, and that was, that was that. It would have been news, but it wouldn't have been, you know, a criminal situation. Well, yeah, maybe not, because the dude probably wouldn't remember who did it if he just punched him. But now that you know he punched him and killed him, it is a a big, a really big deal. But it's not like they got into a fight. He actually approached this guy and hit him. So I think he is gonna get in a lot of trouble. Um. But again, we'll see. We'll probably come back to that later on another podcast. Uh, yeah, man. Let's get into music. All right, music, 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 music. Let's do it, man. Time to transition. <laughs> what are we starting with? Um. <clears throat> Tell me what we're starting. I don't know. What do you want to start with? Um. <laughs> Let, let's go with the big one today. Let's let's go to Nicki Minaj first. Let's go big. All right. Let's go big. Let's go big. Let's go real big. So Queen Queen came out Friday um, Friday afternoon. Yes. 
Let it ri let it ride for a second. Let the people hear it. If they haven't heard it, what they're missing. Watch them cunts learn. Fashion icon, Audrey Hepburn. I move keys, you hold your one turn. Then you get one turned and one earned. I straighten all these bitches out with one perm. Whoever gassed them ain't none of my concern. But see the Lord show me dreams to confirm. Alright. For those who have not heard the album, it is Queen by Nicki Minaj. If you are a Nicki fan, you're late. If you're not, uh, you should listen to it. But... We're going to share our thoughts about it first. Mike, you want to go first? Now, I want you to set the stage because I want to see how we are in comparison. <laughs> now, <laughs> you already know how I feel about it. So you go you yeah, go first. Let them know how okay. you feel and then I'll say how I feel. So, Nikki, I'll, I'll admit, Nikki's back. <laughs> Nikki is back. It's funny because she's like a, she's considered a top tier artist. Okay. And and I think she is. Mhm. Mm but I think she's been letting people down for a while. I agree. You know, she had a bad she's had a pretty pretty rocky like two-year stretch. Mhm. Mm of, you know, she had singles flopping, she had features that were people were saying like what the fuck is she doing rhyming the same word over and over again. And and not only that, the extracurriculars the relationship deals the um you know uh meek all that situation happened too and that people felt out of touch with that kind of stuff continue yeah man and i think like i said she's back i think this album is good it it brings back it's interesting like it shows how much variety she really has mm -hmm. because it, it's mostly rap and I think that's her main strength mm -hmm. but she she plays with again her voice because she has a lot of it's cool she has a lot of alter egos when it comes to her songs mm -hmm. I think she shows some of it she doesn't go too crazy she doesn't do like a Roman or whatever she used to do but <laughs> uh huh yeah, man, she she does. I enjoyed a lot of these songs. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I listened to this album three times, uh huh, and it doesn't age that well for me. Okay. So the first time I heard it, I enjoyed every song except maybe you know a couple. You know, the the interlude I was lukewarm on. The outro was not very good. I agree. I think the opening, the opening two songs, I didn't really like. Mm -hmm. But besides that, I, I thought it was good. Everything else sounded good. Um, but yeah, the second time I heard it, I started hearing the second and third time I heard it, I started hearing more and more songs that I was just like, you know, after we're gonna talk about the album, I'll probably listen to it maybe one more time, and I'll. There's none, none of these songs I'm, I'm really saving. Okay, I understand that. Now, now I say that like it's like it's a bad album, but it's not. There's a lot of, to me, there's a lot of fun to be had here. Like, I feel like Nicki fans are getting exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. I feel like the project overall shows how talented she is. Mm -hmm. I think it's just you. You can go through this project. You can have it playing, and I think. Almost any demo demographic can find at least a song or two to enjoy. Right. 
And that's what that's what makes her great. The fact that she's able to appeal to so many people. Yeah. Yeah. She's Yeah. I agree. Now, the 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 other big issue that I again, I didn't have a problem with it the first time that it's 19 songs. Mhm. But on repeat listens, and maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it as much on repeat listens. Yeah, it's hard repeat but with a lot of the songs. The 19th I mean, the album takes over an hour to get through. Right. So, you know, it's, it can drag. I also think I also think the second half mm-hmm. is better than the first half of the album. Okay. From, I'm going to say now, from Nip Tuck mm-hmm. to the end of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought... Outside of the interlude and the outro, I thought was very good. Okay. And it's crazy because, you know, the songs Nip Tuck and Come See About Me don't really sound like songs that I would enjoy. But I, I really liked what she did with her voice, especially on Come See About Me. I liked how the song was a little softer. She got away from, like, talking shit like she was pretty much the whole time up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the mainstream standouts are gonna be bed, and bed is okay. It does. It's n- nothing special for me. Right. Um, you know what grew on me? It's funny. I I heard the song "Rich Sex" when it first came out because it, it released as a single. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, being put in here made made it sound better. Yes, exactly. That's exactly how I felt too. It, rich for some reason, rich sex came on. And I'm like, wait, I remember not liking this song, but for some reason, in the context of this album, like I enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought Barbie Dreams was great. Barbie Dreams made me laugh with all the you know the shade she was throwing at everybody. <laughs> yes, yes. I really enjoy it. Like there were lines, there was some really great wordplay in there. It really was. Uh, yeah, Chun Li. I'm still uh, Chun Li's not that great of a song for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, my last quick point: the weekend kind of let me down. Yeah. The two biggest. I'm gonna say the two biggest names on here let me down in terms of features. Who's the other one? Eminem. <laughs> I knew you were gonna. <laughs> I figured that's who you were talking about. Now, I, that, like I said, the first two songs I didn't like, and I didn't really like anything about this song, Majesty. Right. But Eminem, like, yeah, the wordplay again was great, and, you know, he's, he's a great rapper, man. I'm not... I love Eminem, but he just didn't fit. It, he was totally out of place on that song to the me. The fit is awkward. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and, and the weekend, the weekend. I'm not sure it was, if it was his fault or if it was just underutilized. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I didn't really enjoy that song all that much. I'm with you uh, on that. Yeah. Besides that, the the other songs were they're good. They're good filler songs. You know, none. Like I said, none of these songs are gonna be crazy. None of these songs are making a top list at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But this album is a lot of fun for me, and I always I always say that that's what marks a good album for me. Mm-hmm. So if I could come back to this in a week or two and get enjoyment out of it, I'm gonna give it a good a good first impression, a good review, I guess. 
All right. I like that. I like that. Uh, I like how you broke so it down. Tell me, tell me, what, what was your, what were your thoughts listening to it? Um, the first time I listened to it, I, I, the very first time I listened to it, Majesty, to me was like the only real song that I hated. And well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say hate because I didn't hate anything on there, but. Yeah, I didn't. That's also that's a good way to put it. I didn't hate any of these songs. That was the only song that I wanted to skip, like mid song. I was like, okay, you know, after Nikki, I'm done with this song. That, you know, I shouldn't say the first time. It was probably the second time. Um, although Ganja Burns isn't like one of my favorite on there, I thought it was a decent uh, intro to the album, but. Um, I totally agree with Rich Sex. The first time I heard it, I was like, eh. But in the flow, similar to how I felt about um, I'm Upset with by Drake. Yeah. When I heard I'm very, Upset, I thought I it was 100%. trash. But in the album, it sounds so much better. So I think she probably should have picked another single. I don't know. Was that a single or did that just leak before? I, I feel like it, it came out as a single. I, I think she probably could have picked a different single. And uh, Chun-Li um, is just getting played out to me. I like it. Right. I like the song. and I, I, It's better when she performs it. A couple times I've seen her perform it. I think she did it on SNL and then one of the award shows. I like it when she performs it, but as far as me like going to it, I'm not going to. Well, well, she always puts on a show, man. She's a good performer. Yeah, so, you know, some songs sound better, like, when you're seeing it, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one of them. Overall, though, I thought it was... I thought the album was great. I, I really do. I think Nikki, as you said, Nikki is back. The sophomore she, slump... Yeah, man, this is, this is great. The sophomore slump, I don't know... I, I really don't know what her second album is. Is it... Roman Reloaded. Roman Reloaded. Yeah, that was that. That wasn't it. By far her worst project. Yeah, that wasn't it. Pink Print was okay, but to me, she showed that she has the capability of doing. Honestly, I think she probably could do, like a Scorpion, like Drake did, if she wanted to. She didn't this time, but I think if she wanted to, she could do ten, strictly rapping, ten strictly pop singing whatever or you know slightly rapping like seven and seven yeah yeah seven and seven i'll give her that no need 20 like, songs we, is a we lot. gotta stop encouraging these big ass albums yeah 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 20 is a lot but yeah and i agree with you the second third listen was hard but i do think it was because it was so many uh, songs yeah, we're also not where you know it's i said i said any any demographic can find enjoyment but the lyrics aren't for us specifically. Right. Exactly. So, and that's kind of what we had. We, we kind of agreed on this when it came to Cardi B, I think, also. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my question for you is, if you had to, if I told you you had to pick one, are you picking this album or are you picking Invasion of Privacy? <sighs> it's, it's for different reasons. But I'm picking this album. Really? Yeah, I am. Yeah. My, uh, all right. What's your reason? What's? I would rather listen to this whole album, like, 
for instance, I know this is uh, extreme, but if I had to only have one album for the rest of my life, I would rather listen to this than that one. But I just think it's more complete of an album. I do. And I think she just has so much more talent than Cardi B. No offense to Cardi B. But I think Nicki's just so much more talented. And I enjoy the talent. Cardi B is like a... Uh, she says some cool stuff. And her voice sounds cool. And, um, you know, she has some nice beats. But I think that she relies on the beat sometimes. She relies on her accent and her features. And Nicki really... You know, she really had limited features on here and she still put out such a such a good album to have you know to do it herself it's funny it's funny the features were kind of almost the low the low lights of the album i to- i agree i and you know even in rich sex wayne i mean he was just okay he wasn't like wayne just yeah he just kind of filled in yeah ariana was just was a good work. touch but she, you know she didn't really need ariana for that song could have been someone else who could sing good future i'm not gonna lie my my favorite feature was probably future yeah future was good shockingly foxy was foxy was a nice curveball i liked it but you know i enjoyed the song say it again i enjoyed coco Chanel. yeah yeah i did too yeah i i was like man foxy's on here sway lee i, I didn't really like on there either but i thought the song was too long yeah i agree Exactly. I was like, okay, when Six is this? Minutes? When is this ending? <laughs> yeah, man. I was, I was sitting there like, come on, like, <laughs> and Sway is getting to that point where it's like, dude, I need some substance. Right. Cause he really like he's just dropping shit and he, like, you know, if he drops enough shit, he's gonna find the hits cause he sounds so good. But. And and sometimes when someone sounds the same every time, I get tired of their voice. Like, every time I see Sway's name on a song, it sounds like he does the same thing, or very similar to the same thing every time. And, I, you know, I, I'm it's getting... I don't want to use the word boring, but predictable, I, sh- I should say. Yeah. And it's not necessarily good predictable. But, long story short, I thought it was a great album. What, oh, what, what would you pick? You would pick Invasion of Privacy? I'm going with Invasion of Privacy. Okay. I don't know, man. I, I feel like, to me, I'm, I took away more songs from Invasion of Privacy that I still listen to. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this album, I mean, Rich Sex will probably stick around for a little bit. Uh, I would say, besides that, Come See About Me and probably Sir mm-hmm. are the three songs. Oh, Barbie Dreams is going to come on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, besides that, I'm, and and even those songs are like if I had to take away songs. Right. This, this is what I'll say about Queen. Um, I think that the game has this similar problem, in that sometimes when an album is, uh, complete, there's not that many songs you take away, but like. Cardi, I, I take away more songs off of it, but I don't listen to the other songs at all. Like, I, I listen to, like, three songs on there, but, like, after the first time I heard it, I haven't played the other songs on there at all. But Nicki, if I play, if I start from the beginning, I'm gonna let let it rock. 
like through almost all of it. I may skip here and there, but I'm gonna let more songs play than I will on Cardi's. I'll be like, okay, you know, uh, I like it like that. It needs to come on, and then, <laughs> then I might drip. Yeah, then I'm skipping. So like, it, you know what I mean? I got you. I think the game does that too with his albums. Sometimes his albums right. are so all together. It's a good album, but like I'm not doesn't have a lot of hit singles on there that I'm like, yeah, let me. I feel like hearing this game song like out of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, I got it. I'm with you. Yeah, so uh, you got anything else on Queen? Anything special? No, man. I, I think I I'm recommending people check it out. Yeah, for sure. I, I hope she does I hope she does well. I hope she doesn't flop. I will say this is also a very good timing for her to me because um I think Cardi's Hype has died. Cardi's hype has died. She's not going to be on tour either. So that kind of um, takes away more of her hype. Because it's not like someone's saying, oh, yeah, her hype's died, but I'm about to go see her next week, so I'm I'm ready. But now, with the baby, her two, she canceled the um, Bruno Mars tour, which I was, I'm actually going to one of those shows. So she canceled, wow. canceled that. So now Nikki is like there all alone and uh, I think Remy. I don't know what Remy's gonna do now because this album was good. I think it's gonna stir up a lot for the female uh, artists and rappers. Yeah, man, I'm. <clears throat> I'm just. I'm excited for how like complete this album is. Yeah. Like there really wasn't any terrible songs on here. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right, so uh, <laughs> what's next? By the way, what, what about the album cover? What did you think of the cover? <laughs> um, I thought it was cool. It goes with the Queen thing. I'm not big on the nudity on albums. She's really, yeah, she's really pushing the boundary when it comes to shit like that. Yeah, but like for some reason that's the thing nowadays. I mean, recently at least. Yeah, what's her name? Try to do it and failed miserably. Biggie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm not big on the sitting on the tree branch either, <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's Nikki, so Nikki has I'm like a pass for, for stuff sometimes. Yeah, I'm excited for like every music video that's gonna drop. I'm a huge fan of her music videos because you know it's always sexualized. Yeah, and it's always she's always in crazy, sexy outfits and very whatever. creative most of the time too. Yeah. All right, shout out to Nikki. Go uh, listen to Queen. It's a great album. Um. All right, moving on. <laughs> it, this is all you. Next one. So, the this is the other album we both listened to. I believe. I think that's it for me. Did you listen to something else? Um, no, nah, not a full project. No. Nah. Okay, yeah. that's shocking. You missed uh, Jason Brass. <laughs> I didn't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> you just chose not to listen to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Yeah. Well, so I'll say this before you, <laughs> before you go. There was a lot of singles, and Nicki's album was so good. I really didn't like. I listened to it, a lot of the songs a lot. So, I didn't really right. feel compelled to branch out. I got especially you. to Jason. That's fair. 
Go ahead. So, Trippy Red dropped a project for for those who don't know. <laughs> Highly um, anticipated. It was it. Yeah, for his fans. <laughs> he does have he does have a strong fan base. Yeah, we'll we'll get like, into people who support his music support him pretty like hard. Yeah, I want to get into that a little bit later too. But keep going. Um. This shit fucking sucks. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Please. I was shocked. I mean, I was. I'd heard. I never listened to a full project from him. I'd heard songs. Mm-hmm. And I had. I didn't. Stuff. I didn't like the songs, but I liked. I liked what he could offer. Because mm-hmm. he's another one of these guys who's who's got an interesting, you know, mix of singing, rapping. You know, he does that hybrid thing. Yeah. And I feel like that's why he has the the fans that he does. Right. Um. But yeah, man, I try I try to go to this project. I try to turn it on with an open mind. <laughs> um. And I, I did, you know, I did go through it twice. I did, I hated it the first time, and I was like, look, that's kind of unfair. I don't want to, I don't want to come in on Sunday and shit on it after one listen. Uh huh. And I gave it another one. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's, my opinion didn't change at all. <laughs> this fucking sucks. <laughs> he, to me, he misses on every creative, like, voice thing that he tries to do. Right. I mean, look, lyrics, there are none. Like, none of this shit is crazy. Not, none of this, the wordplay in here is, you know, is gonna stand out. Right. I mean, o- Offset, Offset has better lines than this guy does. <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me give... I enjoy, I enjoy 21's lines better than this guy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Those guys are rappers. I don't know what. Go ahead, go ahead. Give me a give me a break. What are you gonna say? I don't know what Trippy Red's genre is. Like, I thought I knew, <laughs> but then I listened to the album, and now I don't. So, um, I listened to the album once, and then I said, you know, maybe this is one of those albums that like isn't made to be in order. Cause like. You know, like I felt like Nicki's album is made to listen to in order, and like some people's, right. al- even Drake's was made to listen to in like a flow. So I said, let, let me. Yeah, but there's albums like Rolling Papers too that don't have to be in order. Yeah, so I was like, let me let me throw shuffle on this and see if I have a different <laughs> take. And I didn't, man. Like even when it was on shuffle, I couldn't keep listening to it. I think I heard like yeah. four songs on shuffle, maybe. The fourth song, I said, you know, I just gotta stop. This isn't, this isn't. Good. You didn't even get through it a second time. No, I didn't. I didn't get through it a second time. It, it felt like I was addicted to Nicki's album, and I like just had, <laughs> no pun intended, a bad trip with like a different drug, and I had to run back <laughs> and say, let me hurry up and get something good before. <laughs> before I black out or something. That's how it felt to me. Like I, I felt. I felt almost physically ill trying to listen to it the second time. 
Dude, some of the some of the vocal attempts here uh-huh. are just awful. They're terrible, man. It wasn't. He tried to reach some like some vocal cords <laughs> that he had no business reaching for. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had I had my first listen. I was in the car, and my girlfriend was in the car for a lot of the ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she, on several occasions, questioned, "Like this sounds annoying. Skip this." <laughs> uh huh. And I agreed with her completely. I turned. I was like, "Look, I'm listening to it for a review, but I'll, I turned it down because it was it was bothering my ears." And. I honestly didn't even know he had other projects. Like I, I had heard the singles, and I had heard the features, and I think um, a couple of the features I thought, okay, you know, this guy, I see what he's doing, but I got honestly, I wasn't sure he would be able to deliver on a full length album, and uh, I mean, I'm happy this shit ain't 25 songs. <laughs> Cause I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have gone through it twice then, for sure. Yeah, forty-five minutes. It's hard enough. I mean, dude, just going off some of the songs, uh, missing my idols was just. I have standout like terrible songs. Was there any song you liked? <clears throat> I like Travis on Dark Knight Dumbo. <laughs> no, but was there any <laughs> trippy songs that you liked? I said, was there any songs you like? You said, I liked Travis. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only highlight for me. I didn't like anything else here. And I try, dude. That second time, like I really like, I really zoomed in with my with my ears. I I sat down. I was like, look, let me check this out. Let me listen to what the stuff he's saying, how he's playing with the flow, how he's playing with the hooks. Mm-hmm. And he missed on every chance he had to do something cool. <laughs> I mean, there was one song towards the end. I want to say it's gore. I could. I'm probably wrong because I don't remember too well. I got you. Um, but there was a song where the flow came, like it came in, and I was like, "This is good." <laughs> hold on, hold on. Is <laughs> always keep it real big. Yeah, you did. Is this it? I think it was this song. Okay. I and even even in that hook right there, like that shows that he he has something there. Yeah, and I'm not even. Well, continue. I I have a different rant to get into, but to me, like to me, and it was a, it was a flow that came in. And, you know, it sounded good, and I was like, okay, this is something that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And then his his lines were awful. <laughs> And then at the end, at the, at the end of the verse, he just started like screaming. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this sucks. Why are you doing this? I'm, I am getting sick of the voice crack, like trend thing going on now. Like the the low Uzi type thing. Yeah, what he just did on that right there. Yeah. Yachty, Uzi, um. Trippy, and like Sway Lee does it a little bit now. Like, it's getting played out, man. Like maybe if one dude did it and it was cool, and he was the only one, but now it's like there's like eight guys who all do the same thing with the same vocal effects, singing, you know, 
same kind of songs. And Trippy is like on the bottom tier of that. He he can't separate himself from those guys, cause he you know he just runs around with the same guys. It, it's just it's just bad, ladies and gentlemen. This this project sucks. If you guys haven't listened to it, there's nothing here for anyone. Don't do it. If you have, and you liked it, stay off the drugs. Um, <laughs> Matter of fact, if you're a Trippy Red fan, let us know why. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. Cause I don't see it. <laughs> I like the album cover a little bit, but that even kind of borderline gave me nightmares. Dude, I thought I thought the Diplo uh, Wish remix or mix or whatever it was, mm-hmm. I thought that shit was so atrocious. Young Thug, <laughs> what was he doing here? <laughs> the I and I when I saw Diplo's name, I was like, okay, this should have potential, but it didn't. So. Uh, I don't. We really don't need to talk about it anymore. I feel like if <laughs> the listeners get it, there's, there's nothing here. I feel like whoever was producing this gave like gave this guy a real shot uh-huh. to make a good album, and and he as a performer just just stunk it up. He missed the ball for sure. I agree. I mean the the last song, the last song is such a chore to get through. Is such underwater fly zone. It's the longest too. And but when it's the longest and it's made debatably the worst. Oh. Right. Dude, no. Like this. Yeah, man. This album sucks. I I said all I have to say about it. Yeah, we're done. We're done. With Matter of fact, I'm deleting. I'm deleting it as we speak. <laughs> and I've never in our twelve episodes, I've never done that. <laughs> That should tell everyone. Uh, Trippy Red, uh, zero out of ten for me. I'm, I'm gonna give it a one. <laughs> a one. Just because, like I said, th- there's something there with this guy. There's a reason why people like him. Yeah. I just don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, neither, neither one of us are drug addicts, so. If you, I know there's yeah. some out there who have a different perspective on things. Hit us up and tell us, you know, tell us what it is that makes you enjoy this album and enjoy Trippy Red. I'm curious. <clears throat> um, so moving on. Uh, let's go to the Quavo singles. Um, right, uh, Working Me. Uh huh. What were the other ones? Bubblegum. Bubblegum. And those are the two that I heard. Lamb Talk is the other one. I didn't hear that one. Uh, how do you feel about them, though? About the two you heard? I thought they were cool. They didn't really capture my ear, but... Yeah. It's kind of repetitive. I mean, I've heard shit like this from him before. Uh, um, uh, the thing about... Well, before I say that, why do you think he's releasing these... Um, these singles. Does he have a solo album coming? I feel like <clears throat> I think I think it's just a testing the waters type of situation mm-hmm. where he you know he just drops a couple songs. He wants to see the reaction. Uh, yeah, and I think he's gonna give you know if people are clamoring for his album, I, I think he'll give them something because I know he probably has a fuck ton of material. Right. 
you know, with the, with the way the Migos are everywhere, like those those guys stay working. Let me let me ask you this: How many? Can you think of another group that um, the artists release solo projects of, other than Ray Schremer now? Another group? Yeah. Like rap group? Yeah. Well, any group. Well, Slaughterhouse, I guess. Okay, that's a good one. Um, my problem with Quavo, for me, is that I don't really get why he makes solo songs. Because the songs just sound like Migos songs without the other two Migos on them. Right. I, I, don't, I don't like that. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I just don't think there's any like difference in him going solo like you're saying. Yeah, like what's the point? Because... I think all three of the songs would have been better with all the Migos on them. It, like, or at least it would have... They might as well have not call it just Quavo's song. Like, even Ray Shrimmer, when they had the... What they did this year. Yeah. Even the single songs did not sound necessarily like Ray Shrimmer's songs. Like, um, uh, Sway Lee's songs, I couldn't imagine... Slim Jimmy in some of the songs that he did. Yeah, I see what you mean. But now, with this Migos, with Quavo, these just sound like Migos songs that, you know, he just, the guys must have been out of town, so he just did them himself. And said, hey, you guys can't make it? Okay, I'll just put this out. That's what it sounds like. I know that's not what happened, because they were probably sitting right there next to him when he was doing them. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise that's me. That's just kind of... <clears throat> I just think it's weird that they do that. I don't really get what the point is, nor do I get the anticipation for Quavo's solo album. When I think these are just random songs. I really don't think. Well, I mean, there's an album coming. They're talking about he. They're saying that he wants to have a solo album. But you know, Migos is, are going to be featured on like at least, <laughs> at least two or three of the songs. At least Offset. Right. One thing that does excite me is Quavo could probably get a lot of crazy features. Yeah, he probably could, yeah. That, that'll be interesting, actually. That's one thing. Yeah, I agree with that because sometimes in Migos songs, there's really just not room for anybody else. But if it's just yeah. Quavo, kind of like you know him and Travis, if it's just Quavo, it could be someone else there. It could be maybe one other voice. And, you know, they could have a song opposed to having to squeeze five people in one song. Uh, but sometimes on Migos, not everyone raps anyway. That's, I don't know. I just think it's kind of dumb that they do the, the solo thing. But it's whatever. Uh, what else we got with music? Anything big? I went, I went back to a couple projects. Nothing big for me. Nothing uh, worth mentioning. No, uh, Denzel Curry. I kind of I gave him a pretty good review. Uh-huh. I said he was unique. I went back to his. It sounds good, man. I, I recommend people check it oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. I I listened to it too. I forgot. I should have said something. I listened to it as well, and I I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I was impressed with how much I enjoyed it because I really didn't think I was going yeah. to, but I did. That's the thing. Like I heard, I had heard one of his previous projects, mm-hmm. and going into this one, I remember thinking, like, I don't know if I like his style for thirteen songs. Right. But he he does just enough to keep it keep you engaged. 
and not to make it feel repetitive. Right. And uh, so, and the other one was J Rock. J Rock shit is still playing in my in my iPod. Yeah, yeah, very, very good project. I'm going to see him in September. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I forgot. I think it's in DC. Okay. Can't remember if it was DC or maybe Baltimore, but. Um. Method Man came out with a single. I don't know. Whoa. I don't know what to say. Whoa. Uh, I have not yet heard it, but it's two minutes and 22 seconds. I'm definitely going to listen to it, and I'm definitely going to get to the bottom of it and see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> see, you know, what the deal is. And I, I'll be ready to talk about that next time. Um, uh, a song I'm definitely going to check out that I'm just seeing for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gucci Man and Lil Pump. Oh, yeah. I listened to it. Yeah. it It's not for me. But I can yeah. see why people like it. It's just not for me. Man, I'll check it out. Uh, Gu- Gucci sometimes hits me. Like, on the right day, I, I enjoy his shit. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's... That's probably how I feel about it too on the right day. I I have a project to um kinda took me by surprise and it's Chromeo Head Over Heels. Uh I was shocked that I actually love this album. And I well, let me say I really like it. I don't love it, but I really like it. And uh are you familiar with Chromeo, Mike? Not at all. I, and I wasn't either until just this weekend. Um, I was looking through other people's songs, and then you know I saw them. They came up in like a related thing, so I went to them. They have a song with uh, Drum called "Must Have Been." Great song. That uh, have the Dream is featured on here. French Montana, Steph oh. Don, I believe her name is. Uh, they don't have any other features, but they kind of have, you know, they, they do the, the modern funk kind of thing, the Mark Ronson kind of sound, the okay. Calvin Harris kind of sound. Um, I I might play it as my gem, maybe, but uh, it, it was it's interesting. It, it was a really really good album for the first time I'm hearing them. So you know, sometimes it's different, like. If I had heard, if I heard something else and I thought it was great, and then the next time I hear you, I think it's trash. That's one thing, but this is the first time I'm hearing them, and it's I I enjoyed it a lot. I was shocked, and that's Chromeo Head Over Heels. They have are wearing high heels on the cover. You can't miss it. Um, it was a good album, pretty good project. How many songs? Uh, it's only twelve. Okay. Yeah. I, I might, uh, it makes me want to check out their other, the rest of their discography. Um, so yeah, that's a little, uh, tidbit for, um, we got any of the music? Nothing? No, nothing, nothing. I've, I'm honestly, I haven't really seen anything that captures my eye. Um, nah, me neither. I'm. It was kind of low for album releases this weekend, this Friday. Sierra dropped a song. Yeah, she did, yeah. 
techno. Yeah, it's interesting. Kind of a kind of jumps on that Caribbean vibe train. I'll, I'll check it out before the next episode. Yeah. Um, uh, I have I have some uh movie and TV stuff I was interested in. Oh, hit me, hit me! I, I have some TV shows also that I, I want to shout out. All right, go ahead. Um, I recently I don't know if did I mention this to you? I started watching Ballers. Uh, no, I don't think you did. Yeah, uh, it's a show with The Rock on HBO. Yeah. It's like 30-minute episodes. It's um, it's like a comedy... Mm, yeah, I would say comedy drama, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting, man. It's uh, The Rock is like a retired football player who's trying to become an agent. Mm-hmm. And it basically... The show basically takes a look at what how that how that career path looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got it's got the guy uh, John David Washington, right? The guy who's uh, in the upcoming movie that just came Denzel's, out. Denzel's Denzel's son. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. And it's it's good. Man. It's got a good balance of comedy, and then the the plot moves in a way where. Like every episode, you're interested and it captures your attention. Uh, it's a good show too. It's not like too serious at the same time, where you can kind of you don't really have to pay attention. So I had it in the, in the background for a while, mm-hmm. and every time I turned, yeah, there was a moment that made me laugh or just just made me interested in watching it. So it's a fun show. Okay. And the and the rock is a little different here. The Rock, he still has that same, you know, that same charisma that makes him so likable. Yeah. But he's not just like an action guy here. He's a, he's got more more to him. He's got a, a you know, a health issue that 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 is addressed in the show. It, it's it's a good a good step in a different direction for him as an actor. Okay. All right. Um, and the other one, the other one that I'm still getting caught up on is Power. Yeah. I mentioned this to you. I don't know if I said this on the podcast. Uh huh. But I, I don't have to. I don't have to shout out Power to too many people at this point. Everybody knows how great it is. Yeah. And I'm no different. <laughs> okay. It's a great show. All right. Uh, Those are the two big ones for me. All right. Um. I haven't. I don't think I've gotten any into anything new, but I have some news I wanted to uh, not really break, but I wanted to talk about um, the Halo series. Showtime is doing a Halo series. Spielberg. Showtime. Yeah, Spielberg directed. Whoa. Yeah, Master Chief, gonna be the hero of the series. Or the, I guess the. Are you are you a big Halo mm, guy? Um. <laughs> uh, funny story. I, I wasn't even allowed to play those kind of games when I was when they first started coming out. When right, I was right. younger, so I never really got into it. I would play it with my friends at their house, but I recognized that it was a great game. But I wasn't like a Halo. I miss I missed the Halo train. Yeah. It. It wasn't for me. I wasn't really a uh, first-person shooter kind of guy. Yeah, I got into Call of Duty at one point, but Halo never really got me. But I am interested in the series. I know I'm interested in the drama of 
it being good or not. My my thing is, I always liked um, from what I saw, and I, this is like an outside perspective, but I, I thought that their story around Master Chief, mm-hmm. like, seemed like something interesting. Yeah, it, and it was always kind of a cinematic game. Yeah, so I'm 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 curious to see what they do, and it's it's showtime, so you know the the production's gonna be top notch. They're gonna, I mean, premium channels. They're, they they give it everything they got when it comes to shows. And it's Spielberg, so it can't it can already right, only be so bad. True. Are there any actors or actresses associated with it? Um, not maybe no. Not at the names? moment. Uh, it just says, just says Master Chief the lead doesn't give any um doesn't give any actors yet. Well, they had they had something on Netflix, didn't they? I think they did. It was it was 3D though, right? Maybe it was like a mini series or so, or maybe like a series of movies. I don't yeah, know. I think they did have a series of 3D movies, but um, I think this is gonna be real. I don't think it's gonna be uh. I mean, I heard Spielberg, so I'm sold. Yeah, um, I think ordered ten episodes. Yeah, first season. It premieres in 2020, so they don't have. They probably don't have people oh, yet. Okay. Yeah. Did you see uh, Spielberg's last creation? What was it? Ready Player One. Oh no, I, I didn't. How was it? Oh man, it was it was great. Yeah. Yeah, huge recommendation for me. Yeah, it, it got it was really popular. Maybe that's why. Deservingly it, so. Maybe when they got that, they chose him for this. I feel like, uh, you know, the video game thing. Maybe they saw his work and that and said, you know, he was he'll be perfect for Halo. I don't know. Um <laughs> uh, tell me what you think about Idris Elba being James Bond. I think it's cool, man. I think he can pull it off. I remember this this news like was rumored a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, I think it was around the time when he was the bad guy in the last Star Trek movie. Right. And I remember right around that movie's release time, there was rumors that he was slated to be James Bond. Right. I think it's interesting. I think he has the the suave, like, persona to, to pull it off. I mean, it'll have to be a little different. Mm-hmm. That it's been in the past. Right. But honestly, man, I welcome something different. I think the franchise is stale. Definitely. I think Spectre was was a huge letdown for me. Definitely. Because I love I loved one and three with Daniel Craig. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Casino Royale is flawless. Casino Royale was great. I think I like Skyfall, even though I think it's a slightly overrated agreed but um yeah i also hated the second one i thought it was a little messy i thought the story was just kind of random yeah i I, it seemed like they weren't prepared to go long term with daniel craig i think they were like shocked that he did so good in the first one i could see that and like they weren't ready because that's really the only one i i really really like like the other ones are just either okay or i don't like and he has one more on his contract. So after this one, you know, this is just recently, two days ago, or 
what is it now? Three days ago, um, the famed James producer Barbara Broccoli spoke to Antoine uh, Fuqua about choosing a non-white actor as James Bond. Is Fuqua directing the next one? Uh, it sounds like it. I'm assuming yeah, it seems like it. Wow, that's interesting. That's that actually catch, catches my attention a lot more. Yeah, I, well, yeah. So, I guess he has the contract Fuqua for the one. Fuqua is a good action guy. Yeah, I guess he has the contract for the one after, uh, after Daniel Craig's last one. So, there's one more Daniel Craig one coming. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're really, they're really milking it for everything, everything they got with Daniel Craig. Yeah, I, I really think. Dude, I thought Spectre was such a letdown. I really think they should have stopped after the second one he had, and they should have figured something else out. I, I get why they moved on. You know, I get why they kept going, but I really. It's not to me. Don't get me wrong. It's not his fault. Yeah, it's not. He's great. He's great even in the shitty movies. He's great. Mm-hmm. But it's just I feel like they told his story. <laughs> yeah. I feel like every movie has taken a like a deeper look in his past or just his life. Yeah. And I feel like Spectre like was the first one where I'm like, dude, enough of like you've gone through it seems like everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm not interested in in his in his character at this point. Right. Yeah. It it's tough it's and with him it seems like um and let me explain after I say this, but his movies don't really seem like the same James Bond movies as like the other ones. And when I said Yeah, they're they're a little more serious, they're focused Yeah, it's like I said, on on his backstory. Yeah, and, and it's almost like if you hadn't seen James Bond before, you would think it was like a different guy. Or like if you'd only seen yeah. one, you'd be like, oh, this is just a whole nother... It seemed like it was a whole nother story of like a whole different agent and not yeah. Bond. So when they, they made you feel that way, it made Daniel seem better to me. But if Daniel was just trying to be like the Bonds... And like trying to follow in the footsteps of other bonds, then I would be like, uh, nah, he's not doing that good of a job. But since he's made them his own movies, it's different. So I think it's gonna be weird replacing him. Because now, will it be like a whole other story, or will it be someone that like plays James Bond, but it's not like his name isn't James Bond. He's just a different 007 or something. Out. Yeah, the script is really going to make it or break it. Because this Frank, like I said, the franchise has been going on for so long. To me, I think Spectre flopped because it was shit we've seen already. Yeah. Right. Nothing about Spectre was original to me. Right. So, they, for me, if, if I'm going to be excited for a James Bond movie, they got to come with something unique, something different. The guy who's doing this next one is the same director who did Slumdog Millionaire, 127 Hours. Oh, so it's not, it's not Fuqua. Well, Fuqua will have the one after this one. Oh, okay. Well, 
rumored to have the one after this. And this is Daniel Craig's last one. This guy has done. Yeah, but they've been saying that for like two movies already. Right. Yeah. He. The pay. I know. I know. He's he's getting those paychecks and saying, ah, I guess I could do one more. Right. Uh, he did Steve Jobs' story, Trance, Frankenstein. Uh, his track record isn't all that fantastic to me. The Slumdog Millionaire was a hit. Yeah, that was fantastic. But the rest of these, I didn't. I didn't you. see 127 hours, but that was good. Well, he he might come. He might come with it. it might be different. It might be a good one. Uh, 28 days later, he also did. I don't know. We'll see. I'm a I'm a big Bond oh, he did fan. 28 days later. Yeah, he did 28 days later. Oh, that's like a classic zombie movie. Yeah, it is classic. Yeah. So hey man, this guy's got some hits. He does. He got a couple. I give him a chance, and it's what I like is that his genre his genres are different. Yeah, yeah. He's seem he seems well versed. Yeah, that's that's a big thing for me. Yeah. Um. I have one more uh, topic. Do you have any more? Uh, did you see anything that, that came out this, this weekend? No. Did you? Me neither. None of, none of this shit looks interesting, honestly. Yeah, no. And I'll, I'll, I'm not going to lie. I hear a lot of good things about Spike Lee, uh, Black Klansman. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing that's really good. Like, movie of the year good. Mm, well. So, hopefully... Not move, not the movie of the year, but like a yeah, in the running, a movie of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna wait till it comes on demand, but I will watch it before the year ends. Okay. And, and the other, I mean, Slender Man looks atrocious. <laughs> right. Uh, all I hear is negative about that. And the, I mean, the Mag. We talked about Jason Statham last time. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't... I just can't do it. I don't know if I want to pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. That comes to sci-fi, I'll, I'll watch it. No problem. Right. Um, my last topic uh, is near and dear to my heart. And that's Kim Possible. <laughs> the Kim Possible TV movie, or real movie, is coming out next year. And I don't know how to feel about it, man. I really don't. Kim fucking possible. <laughs> they they have to make a movie out of it. With, you know, a live action. <laughs> they got the girl. You know, she's in her outfit already. Uh, I don't know, man. Chrissy Carlson <laughs> Romano says she doesn't like the outfit. But she's going to make a cameo in the movie. It's just a weird situation, man. I just don't get why we have to keep redoing stuff with movies and and bringing te- cartoons to life every time. Why? Why can't cartoons just be cartoons? No, not enough original ideas out there. It's not, man. And so, and you know, they missed the ball on chances to do some good remakes that uh, they just didn't do. And I, I want to do that one day. I want to do like a dream remake episode like it's hard but you know I think it'd be interesting but 
Yeah, for the Kim Possible fans out there, be ready. It's a Kim Possible movie coming. Don't don't get too excited. Don't get too excited because it's Disney. That's the problem with Disney too. Like when they do their cartoons or their re ups, reboots, they should let someone else do them. Cause like I don't want to talk too much about it. I just want people to be informed, and uh, they could go look it up themselves. That what she looks like and everything. Uh, but yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Uh, oh, before I forget, um, for all the anime fans out there, uh, Attack on Titan season three is here. Oh, I am super amped to watch it. Yeah, that, that's that's gonna be big. But what I do, what I do with the uh, Attack on Titans, I wait for all the episodes to come out, and then I just binge it. So. They, cause they're so much better when you watch them close together. Like yeah, cause there's like every episode usually has a twist, so mm-hmm. you know I don't want to sit there for a week waiting for the next one. Right. Plus, anime in general usually, I usually watch it like that. Right. Yeah, anime's. Anime is cinematic, and plus, if you watch it far apart, they have, like, you know, that ending where it's always a cliffhanger, and then you're left to, like, you may not even catch it next time, and then, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, yeah, but it's a great show, so I'm, I'm happy that it's back. It is a great show. Uh, that's it? That's all we got? Yeah, man, that's all I got for today. Alright, so, uh... I mentioned Chromio a little while ago, so um, as the gym, I'm gonna I'm gonna play "Must Have Been" featuring Drum for the uh, YouTube viewers that won't be able to actually hear it. I'm, that's this is for you guys, but uh, yeah, this is Chromio. Yeah. 
So that was uh, that was Chromeo must have been featuring Drum. Uh, yeah, man, that, they're they're different. They got the kind of groovy dance to it, pretty old school with how they go. Um, if you had a, haven't heard of them yet, you know, definitely go check them out. Uh, yeah, that was my first time listening to that song. I liked it a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it, it shocked me, and honestly, now I don't even remember how I found them. But you know, I'm I'm glad I did. I'm gonna check out their older stuff too. They're interesting. Uh, so yeah, as usual, we're gonna close out with a song. But uh, you got any last words, Mike? No, man. Thanks for listening. We'll be back Wednesday. Yep, as usual. Uh, t- Tyler will break down uh, Jason Mraz's new album. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, if I might, hey, I might. Just because you said that, I might now. <laughs> I look forward to it. Uh, yeah. So uh, again, thanks for listening. Tune in next time. If you haven't listened to anything else, any of our other episodes, go back, check them out, whatever. Um. We usually do a throwback on our way out, but uh, that Chromeo was kind of my throwback to me because I was late on it. But this song I'm going to play is new. It's by uh, Tutmos and Nambi. Um, it's called Young and Reckless off the Run Wild EP they did together. Uh, it's interesting. You know, I, I've listened to Nambi before. I thought he was pretty cool. Um Another one for you guys to check out if you if you aren't hip. But uh, again, we'll see you next time. And uh, tune in Wednesday. Yep, for sure. Okay, so 
ice cold when I touch down. If you don't know, better ask around. Fellas get jealous cause I'm young and brown. And the girls get wet when we come to town. And no, I ain't a player, but I bounce around. Put her in the grass and then mow it down. What are these plants every couple hours? I'm the pool boy and I brought the towels. Might take your queen and wear your crown. Hold on the boat till I wear it out. Looks good on me, take a selfie now. But I promise to tag you on Instagram like damn. Anything's allowed, I'm a gentleman and I buy gowns Full of life with a full allowance And I'm full of rounds for you foolish clowns Like, can no man ever hold us down We can't get it like Oliver Brown Like, man, I feel no pressure Nah, I feel no pressure Man, I feel no pressure Stay living young and reckless singing Young and reckless. Girl, you better get that body right, cause I'm going home tonight on the highway, doing out of five, coming fucking out of five, and I pussy so good. Gonna make a nigga catch a homicide, so you got friends, you got friends too. We can have a party in your bedroom. Imagine me, you and Hennessy, mix weed, that's the remedy. This is how you start a family, or somebody say it's more like therapy. Well, I'm gonna fuck cause I'm living my life as a liquor with the sprite, with a with a pillar like. I'm my brother say, yeah, if you're living life with no fear. Someone said the cops are side boy, do a little with that kid. No, no. Can no man ever hold us down? We can't get it like Oliver Brown. Man, I feel no pressure. Man, I feel no pressure. Nah, I feel no pressure. Still living young and reckless singing. Younger, reckless. Ah!